Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. So this is a little different from our regular format. Uh, last week, I got the chance to sit down and hear from three amazing women about a documentary addressing the Me Too movement here in Dallas called Shatter the Silence. I found it very inspiring to hear about the actions being taken in our local community in response to sexual violence and harassment. You can see this film at the Angelica on April 28th as part of the USA Film Festival at 7.30 p.m. And in this clip, you're going to hear from filmmaker Cheryl Allison, uh, Reverend Yvette Blair-Lavallee, and State Representative Victoria Neve. I want to add that, you know, I didn't have the control audio that I normally do in my podcast since I was recording live, and, you know, we had a few people sharing a mic, so it'll be a little bit different, but it's really good. Um, It was, like I said, very encouraging to hear from these women and everything that they're doing. I think that you know, documentaries are a powerful medium uh, for change. Movies in general are a powerful medium for change. And so I'm really encouraged by everything they had to say, and I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. So my name is Cheryl Allison, and I'm the director of Shadow the Silence. And back in the fall of 2017, when this big national reckoning was happening for women with the Me Too movement, I, like many women, um, felt sort of this rage inside of me and this passion, and I was feeling inspired uh, by all of these women using their voices. And I wanted to do something about it. And so, you know, I had been reading up about Time's Up, which is the big national uh, organization that had uh, started to support women. And I thought, you know, that's fantastic. It's getting a lot of national um, attention. But grassroots change starts at the community level. So I thought, what is my community of Dallas doing about this? And when when I started thinking about it more, I kind of found this sort of constructive fury, for lack of a better word, happening. And I I started to think, what if I brought together some different women from different backgrounds, different professions, to see what their thoughts are about the Me Too movement? So that's how it started. I didn't know where it was going to go from there. Um, I invited my best friend, Wendy Watts, who is a program director and a social worker for domestic violence uh, services here in Dallas. So she was my first interview. And we just, we just talked, and I got uh, a professional opinion um, about this situation and, and sexual assault from her. And from there, it just started to um, kind of snowball. And I interviewed a wonderful actress here in the community, Denise Lee who's a big advocate for many causes. And I, I was going to interview her, and, and in the course of the interview, she said, you should speak to my dear friend, Reverend Wybet Blair Lavallee, because she has a story to share. She goes, so let me reach out to her and see if she'd be willing to speak with you. 
and thankfully uh, she was because she's become very prominent in the film and that's how I met Yvette. And then um, what was really interesting about Representative Niabe, I know of her, I'm a huge fan of hers. I don't live in her district, but if I did, I would vote for her. And so, um, but I was very proud of the work she was doing and I had seen her on um, one of the local uh, news stations speaking about the Me Too movement and about her um, quest and um, to, to help in the backlog of untested rape kits. And I, was, I just thought, wow, she's so powerful, I'd love to have her in the film. Um, I didn't know how to get in touch with her. I was, you know, slightly intimidated, like, oh, I don't think, you know, a politician, they're so busy, they're not going to want to be a part of this. And I, I went to the Women's March because I had a lot of people marching in that that I had already interviewed. And lo and behold, she was speaking at the rally. And I was like, oh my goodness, and so I filmed her. <laughs> and then I, I basically, I found her afterwards and quickly told her about the film. And immediately she said, I would love to talk with you and find out more about it. And so I got you know, in touch with her and set up an interview with her. And then um, she graciously then invited me to film her, uh, the Sexual Violence Task Force, which she'll talk to you more about. And um, so I was so excited that she came on board. And then because of her, uh, when I was filming the task force, Wendy Davis was there because she was partnering with Victoria in that. And then um, you know, immediately I went up to Wendy and told her Victoria was in it and that I had filmed her uh, and, and asked her permission that I could use her uh, from the task force. And she said, well, would you like to sit and actually interview me? And um, I was just so humbled and grateful. And so then I had a really great interview with Wendy. So um, the film just kept snowballing with all of these amazing women uh, wanting to share uh, their stories and then the amazing initiatives that are taking place um, in, in regards to this issue, which has been really inspiring to me. So I've been, I started filming in November of 2017 and we just finished post-production in, uh, let's see, in my, my mind, I think it was in um, February, end of January. And so the, it was about a year and, uh, you know, almost a year and a half. I'm still doing certain little tweaks here and there. And now we have it sent out to, to film festivals worldwide. And it's already been accepted into two. So we're premiering here at the USA Film Festival April 28th um, on a Sunday at 7 p.m. At, at the Angelica on Mockingbird. And then we're also in the Julian International Film Festival in Dubuque, Iowa. And it will be screening the same weekend uh, three different times. And, and then I'm really proud of the film. Uh, it was um, received the Best Documentary Award at the Gold Movie Awards in London. And so we're very proud of that. And then there's a wonderful organization called A Show for a Change. And it was started by a gentleman who worked under the Obama administration uh, in the White House. And he started this organization to help bring filmmakers together with nonprofits or different types of organizations to bring forth change and to use film as a way to bring forth change. So I submitted the film to him because they review them and award them and it won the Storyteller Award. So uh, we're really proud of that. So it's just beginning and it's already doing really well. So, so this is Reverend Yvette Blair Lavallee and then of course Representative Victoria Niabe. 
Do you want to talk about a little bit about um, coming on board and, and your uh, the reason behind why you wanted to be a part of this film? Absolutely. So let me begin by saying Zora Neale Hurston, an activist writer from the Harlem Renaissance, she said, if you are silent about your pain, they will kill you and say that you enjoyed it. I knew that I could not be silent about what I was experiencing. It was in the fall of 2016, and this was right around the time that the national conversation was around Me Too. It was leading into the presidential election, and we all know about that tape and what was heard on that tape about the person who now sits in the Oval Office. While that was happening nationally, for me locally, I was being assaulted by a member in the church. I served as an associate pastor, and I don't know if you've ever had the experience of someone who continuously comes to you. The legal term for it is called unwanted touch. That's how it's described, is as unwanted touch. That happened to me over a period of four months. Every Sunday, I had a person who came up to me and always found some way to grab me, to touch me. It was unwanted touch. So while that national conversation was happening, I thought, I can't just sit back and be quiet. Even as a person who is a clergy person, we have a responsibility to be a prophetic voice. We have a responsibility to talk about whatever the social issues are. We have a responsibility to say something. And then because I'm always trying to see where in scripture are we directed to do something, then I read a passage in Joel. And in the prophet Joel, it says that we have to sound the alarm. And so when I was contacted by Cheryl and she asked me if I would be interested to tell my story, I was like, I can't say no. I have to say yes. I have to say yes. And so I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share my story because, again, there is power in our narratives. And I knew that there were other women that this was happening to. In fact, there were other women who told me that they were experiencing something very similar, not at the same place where I was serving, but other women in the church, other clergy women were experiencing the exact same thing. And they said to me, I'm afraid to say anything because if I say something, I risk losing my job. I risk losing my benefits. I risk losing my pension. And I said, but if you don't say anything, that's the greater risk. That's the greater risk. And so for me, I knew that I had to say something. I have been in contact with you know, younger girls in the church, and if I didn't say anything and something happened to them, then I felt like they would look back and wonder, why did she not say anything? Knowing that something happened to her, she could have made a difference. She could have said something to make a difference, and so that's what I wanted to do. I took the risk. I took the risk and I said, enough is enough and it's time to shatter the silence. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry. Amen. Sorry Amen. if I was preaching, but. I'm really honored to be a part of um, this documentary, this film, and want to thank Cheryl for all of the work that you've put in to this and for helping elevate these voices. I also want to thank you for your courage. Um, right now in these times as, as women legislators, I'll tell you, we are, there's a small number of us in the Texas House in particular. At the time when we met, there were 29 women out of 150 state representatives. So before the Me Too movement, we had been waving the flag to try to get attention on the issue of, for example, the rape kit backlog in Texas. We have thousands and thousands of untested rape kits just sitting on shelves waiting to be tested. And the state, in my opinion, had not prioritized this issue. And so we wanted to continue the work that former Senator Wendy Davis had done. We also saw that in Dallas, we wanted to make sure, I was very honored to be one of the lead organizers for the Dallas Women's March for the past three years. And we wanted to make sure that our city was included in this national conversation. So the Me Too movement the Dallas women, the, the women's marches all across this country have helped really kick open the door for us to be able to make more progress in terms of legislating justice. And that's something that we absolutely have to do because for generations before, we had the laws on the books that we have had not been sufficient to protect women and to make women feel that it was okay to come forward. In fact, women had been retaliated, retaliated against. So this session right now, because of the courage of women, like the Reverend, because of the courage of women all across this country who are sharing this, their stories, we are in a completely different climate right now in the Texas House of Representatives. Very honored that um, some of our legislation, just Wednesday actually, I wanted to share, we passed a, a budget, a House budget, in which we are appropriating $38 million to support testing the backlog of these untested rape kits in Texas. It is unprecedented. Yes, yes. We need to pass it in the Senate still, okay. I'll say, but um, the, the fact that the state is listening, mm -hmm. the fact that women have been raising their voices at the ballot box, we have been electing women all across the country mm -hmm. in record numbers, we are making change. And so films like this are gonna help us make even more progress in the law and making sure that the laws that we have in place are helping amplify the voices. And so I'm just very, very honored and excited to be a part of this. We're gonna to continue to work in the areas of sexual harassment in the workplace and making sure that our laws in Texas are, um, that law enforcement, for example, are trauma-informed, that they have trauma-informed interviewing skills, mm -hmm. ensuring that our hospitals and our, our forensic labs have enough technicians to test all of these untested rape kits and looking at where along the pipeline our state has dropped the ball. And we're gonna continue to work in these areas and I, I'm just excited to be here. I look forward to seeing the film and um, wanna do anything that we can. I know we as women, when we come together, we can really, really make change and we're seeing the progress already from the Me Too movement, the Time's Up movement all across the country right here in our own state of Texas. Absolutely. 
All right, that wraps up this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I will have a new episode next week and we'll return to our regular format. Um, I'm excited about this next episode. We're going to be talking about Casino. I know you guys saw some hints from some of my uh, travel picks, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, catch up with me on Twitter at AYA Lisa Cosplay. I'm also on Instagram under AYA and as a Nancy AMI Lisa. And we've got a close Facebook group, which is 170 members strong by the way so happy about that uh thank you guys for all your support if you want to be a part of that group uh send me a request and i'll just add you again it's on facebook called i love that movie uh it's just a safe space for movie lovers to discuss their favorite films judgment free and my only rule in there is keep it positive positive. Uh, and if you like what you heard today please subscribe and rate the show it helps new people find us um and yeah thanks so much talk to y'all soon <laughs>